0: We are the Adventuring Guild, and this is the Homebrew Review. joining us for another episode of Homebrew Review, where you go to hear all about your favorite community-created content that can be found on the internet. We are starting a new series here, uh, having completed four episodes of Princes of the Apocalypse, an adventure put out by Wizards of the Coast, encompassing quite a few levels. We will be starting at four, continuing on to eight and 12 within Curse of Strahd, and then we'll be moving on to a homebrew adventure called House of Horrors off of the DMS Guild. That will be ran at 16th level. Uh, The only reason why we're not running it within Curse of Strahd itself is because Curse of Strahd does not go that far for content, and for the sake of balancing and time, we're not going to try to scale up every encounter. As always, we are using tabletopaudio.com for our music here today. There is also mention later on in the episode of a spinner ring that was used. Uh, that was found on d20collective.com. They have a lot of really neat stuff there. I would encourage anybody that's looking for something new, unique, and fun to check them out. With me this week, I have Dave, Kelly, Luke, and Virgil.
1: Well, uh, since you mentioned me first, I'm uh, David. been playing Dungeons & Dragons with Robert here for... Uh one and a half years, maybe. Um, Been playing D&D a couple years before that, so, you know, I'm not, definitely not the most experienced one at this table, but uh, I try. So, yeah, I'm playing the Unchained. Uh, It's a homebrew race. It's pretty cool, actually. It's it's just saying my character is someone who's died and gone to purgatory and come back and re-inhabited their body, so I get some cool stats to go along with that, and I think it's going to be really interesting to play as. So, yeah.
2: Okay, um, my name is Kelly. I have been playing for two years ish, somewhere in there. Um, I am playing Dr. Risa Greenhill, a physician. Totally mundane. Completely normal. I went to medical school. (laughs) (laughs) I don't fight with anything other than a scalpel and a medkit. And I'm excited to watch the faces of the enemies who realize they can't stop me.
3: Hi, I'm Luke, and I've been playing for nearly a decade. Uh, I'm going to be playing the Blood Hunter. uh, The version 1.8 designed by Matthew Mercer from Critical Role. Uh, First impressions, it looks fun. Going to become the enemy to understand the enemy. And uh, to be about as feared as the prey that I have. So let the hunt begin. Alrighty, I'm Virgil. I've been
4: playing for a few years now. Uh, I'm gonna be playing the Card Master, made up by Jonoman3000. My impressions of this class, I'm not entirely sure at the moment. It has a lot of really fun perks and abilities, but it also has the potential to, for me to be a corpse that my friends are gonna be dragging around and whatnot. So we'll just see what we'll see what the cards have in favor for me.
0: All right. Uh, thank you guys for those introductions. And all of that content, as well as links to those files, can all be found on our website, www.theadventuringguild.com. Uh, if you have any questions, please shoot us an email or contact us on the Twitters, uh, where we will answer any questions you have. Okay, so starting off, you guys would have been... Traveling towards Vallaki, uh, after a very confusing, mist-filled journey, uh, where you were walking down a forest road, in some case, or you might have been walking down a dark alley, or turning into a building, and all of a sudden, a dark mist envelops you, and you would have been dropped off in this really densely packed forest. When you turn around to try and exit, you walk for a while through this mist, and you appear right where you were, no matter which direction you walk. So you follow the road a little ways, and you all meet up at some point, and you notice ahead of you that there would have been a set of tall gates. You would have continued on through Barovia, uh, past a Vistani encampment, uh, where you would have met with Madame Ava. While you are still extremely confused as to what's going on here, Madame Ava would have taken you into her tent and talked with all of you. She would have revealed much about your past that would have been unsettling, being as you'd never met her before, and she seemed to know everything about you. She would have drawn from a deck of cards. The first card she would have flipped over has the picture of a man pulling on a pulley, what appears to be attached to a torturing rack. Uh, It would have had a nine of swords emblazoned upon it. And she would say, This card tells of history. Knowledge of the ancient will help you better understand your enemy. There is a town where all is not well. There you will find a house of corruption, and within a dark room full of still ghosts. She would have flipped over the second card. It has an eight- of stars emblazoned upon it and the picture of a necromancer with two undead in front of him Mm. she would say this card tells of a powerful force for good and protection a holy symbol of great hope a woman hangs above a roaring fire find her and you will find the treasure she flips over a third card and emblazoned upon it is a four with a glyph Upon it is a shepherd amongst her sheep. This is a card of power and strength. It tells of a weapon of vengeance, a sword of sunlight. Find the mother, she who gave birth to evil. She flips over a final card, and upon it you see the Dark Lord, an evil lord sitting upon a throne. She says... Your enemy is a creature of darkness whose powers are beyond mortality. This card will lead you to him. He lurks in the depths of darkness in the one place to which he must return. She would bid you on your way after this, and after resting in the encampment, you continue on down the dark road. You fought several uh, bands of wolves, saw things in the mists, and encountered several creatures which you did not fight, but instead hid from. And you were eventually ended up in Wallachie. Upon reaching the front gates, the old uh, the old Savlitch Road meanders in a valley watched over by dark brooding mountains to the north and south. The woods recede, revealing a sullen mountain berg surrounded by a wooden palisade. Thick fog presses up around the wall as though looking for a way inside, hoping to catch the town a slumber. The dark road ends at a set of sturdy iron gates with a pair of shadowy figures standing behind them. Planted in the ground and flanking the road outside the gates are a half dozen pikes with wolf heads impaled on them. Uh, just as a side note, uh, for anybody that has run Curse of Strahd before, you would know that there would actually be five cards that were drawn. Uh, one would also tell of an ally to help on the fu- in the fight against Strahd. But for the sake of this podcast, we decided to forego that, balance reasons, and... Uh, for uh, time constraints we are just going to
1: run without so am I here with everyone else oh, yes you would have met
0: them along the road at some point um, as unhealthy as you look the physician would be extremely concerned I'm sure but other than that yes you would have met the group and they have willingly or unwillingly accepted your aid
1: it's my skid. you just gonna poke him like that Gerald is sad
3: <laughs> <laughs> I kind of want to meet the lady of the town she seems to be the one to
1: know
0: yeah the watcher Okay, yep. You guys can Uh, head that way if you'd like. So this house seems disgusted with itself. A slouching roof hangs heavy over furrowed gables. The moss-covered walls sag and bulge under the weight of the vegetation. As you study the house's sullen countenance, you hear the edifice actually groan. Only then do you realize the extent to which the house hates what it has become.
2: Is there anything here that's actually okay?
0: This is terrible craftsmanship. Okay. Uh, do you guys knock on the door? What do you guys? I would.
2: I'm hiding
0: behind the the human. <laughs> it's just okay. Oh mock. All right. Rune goes up and knocks on the door, and the front door. A uh, servant opens a small window, cut in the door at about eye height, and says, "What is your business here?"
3: We wish no information on the town. We've been told that Miss Watcher is the one in
0: the know. Well, yes, I can see that. Just a second. Uh, Open your mouth! All of you! Open! All of you! Pull, pull. I want to make sure none of you have fangs!
4: He's a smile. Well, oh, okay. it's a good um, thing I didn't take the Tiefling variant, feature, <laughs> so
0: I could have ended badly.
3: <laughs> no, I'm not a vampire! I'm only a half-demon! Yeah, yeah.
0: Only a part-demon! Uh, I... I suppose that's a start. It is... damnable clouds make it impossible to really tell if there's any of you here. I guess. But no <laughs> funny movements! and watch yourselves. The little slide snaps shut and the door creaks open as he uh, opens it very cautiously.
3: Mm, I'll step in.
0: Peek inside. Okay, uh, you step inside and uh, as soon as all of you are within, he slams the door shut immediately, does a real quick look around through that little window to make sure nobody followed and uh, slides locks home in the door all the way down. Hey,
1: hey man, what's going on? Uh, You worried
0: about something? What's going on? The undead are everywhere.
1: Really? Oh God, that's that sounds like trouble. Yeah. I am fully engaged in this now.
4: <laughs> Go ahead and give me a deception check on that one, Dave.
1: Sounds like real trouble. Oh um, my God! That is a straight four.
0: I can smell the undead on you, but you don't look like any. Man. Yeah, yeah, I would, have been I would it, We've been it, it, okay. several. Oh, okay, I, I can explain. <laughs> I am an I? undead hunter. He's just very sick. Well, keep an eye on him, and if he makes any sudden moves, I expect you to dispatch him immediately. I'm don't, la- don't make me call the lady of the house down to deal with him.
2: I'm a doctor. It's okay.
0: The lady of the house to
4: deal with him. Dr. Green. Lady Fiona Watcher. Okay, I'm... well, we actually came to uh, talk with the lady of this house. And what is your business
0: with her before I get her and waste her time?
4: We have heard that she opposes uh, a certain Burglemeister. Cer- yes, a certain person of influence in this city and claims that he has lost his mind. As a individual of noble standing and influence in this city as well, we we're hoping to gain some information and insight into the workings of this city and if. We might provide any assistance in helping rectify this issue.
0: Well, if you're here about that Burgomeister, I will go get the lady now. Please have a seat and wait. One, thank you. An ornate dining table stretches the length of this room. A crystal chandelier hangs above it imperiously. The silverware is tarnished, the dishes chipped, yet all still ele- quite elegant. Eight chairs, their backs adorned with sculpted elkhorns, surround the table. Arch windows made of latticework of iron and glass look out onto a small fog-swept estate. You would be sat down there. The servant would return after a couple of minutes and say that Lady Watcher uh, has graciously offered you a warm meal in the dining hall as a token of her support and allegiance against the Burgermeister. She will be down momentarily to speak with you all, so please enjoy. And food starts coming out. So after that, do you guys all sit and partake, or...? I will. Well, yeah.
2: sit, but not partake yet.
0: Okay, do you want to do a check on any of the food or anything like that? I will. What's the quality of it? Uh, go ahead and roll.
1: Uh, investigation.
0: That rolls so much. <laughs> um.
1: Yeah, I would just dig in. Fifteen. Um, I'm not sure food should kill an me anymore.
0: Eight. Okay, um, it would look edible to both of you. It it, it looks decent enough. Uh, It doesn't look like anything extravagant, but it looks edible and non-poisonous as far as you can tell. So Lady Watcher would uh, come down after a while and say, I heard that you all want to talk to me about that devil burgermeister. Yes. Are you here to overthrow him? Are you here to usurp him? What, 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 why, why do you come to me with this? Uh, I stand up in very, a very deep bow and keep my hat
4: on. <laughs> Lady Watcher, it is a pleasure to uh, make your acquaintance. We have come here to learn more information. We, uh, so- someone of your standing and influence must have quite a bit of information uh, regarding this issue. We are hoping to gain
0: some clarity from you. And what do you need me to clarify for you? One of his atrocities. He has been... Th- people have disappeared. Strange lights and noises. He's a madman. He is throwing festivals. I mean, this last one, the Wolfhead Jamboree. Or what is going on here? It's it's ridiculous. Why would you throw a celebration where the main attraction is wolf heads on pikes? I would rather serve the devil himself than this, this madman. As a matter of fact, here and she pulls out a scroll. that She said, I tore this out of the Blue Water Inn just last week. And you read it, and it says on it, Come one, come all, to the greatest celebration of the year, the Wolf's Head Jamboree. Attendance and children required. Pikes will be provided. All will be well. Look at this.
2: Were the children okay?
0: Well, yes, they're there for the celebration. Everybody must be happy. And she does the air quotes with that. That is all he cares about. Driving away the devil with his mad festivals. They do nobody any good. And the the toy maker, was he there? Everybody is there. It's required. Everybody in this town is required to be happy at all times. To drive away the devil, he says.
1: I see, so... Ma'am, you don't sound very happy. Is that a metaphorical Uh, devil?
0: Well, in a manner of speaking. Right? Um... But Are you just referring
1: to the devil in general or
0: in a matter of speaking, yes. Uh, he, he is concerned about a power that is greater than his own and he refuses to give up ruling of this town to that greater power. And as such he's he's dragging this entire town down with it. The wolves baying at the walls all night, the people disappearing. The devil himself would rule this place better than he does. Okay, you this, keep saying
2: this greater that. greater power, who's the greater power that he refuses to cede to?
1: It's He's a, a man of great influence. But well, I know who she's talking about.
0: Go ahead and roll me uh, insight.
1: Oh, it's a 14.
0: You're going to roll? I'm going to say this pretty close. You're pretty sure she's talking about Strahd, but Strahd von Zarovich, but you're not
1: sure. I'm pretty sure she's talking about Strahd von Mitch. Huh? I don't remember the I name hope that's exactly. I've actually, said that. I don't remember the name exactly. Close. Would
2: she? Are, so, are you okay with this greater power? Then your
0: any power would be better than hid than that mad fool. Uh, I don't. See how it is keep... it?
4: And what is the climate of this town in being able to approach the burgomaster?
0: Very simple. He lets in anybody that says they know how to make the town happy. I mean, suggest a festival to him, and he'll pretty much give you anything that you need.
4: Hmm. I'll kind of weigh in.
2: When she's talking, can we see her teeth?
0: Oh, yeah. No, she's not a vampire.
2: Okay, she's normal.
0: Yeah. I say we meet him.
3: (laughs) Directly ask him about the missing people.
0: You know, there is one way that you guys could help usurp that madman. He's got some henchmen that are always causing problems within the town. They are his support base. Take them out, and that will make everything so much easier for us. You want to look after Isaac Stronsny. That is the first person that you want to deal with if you're going to try to overthrow this this mad baron.
2: Thank you, ma'am. We'll uh, see what we can do.
0: Do you know where Isaac frequents... He's all over town, but at night he returns to the mansion. The Burgermeister's mansion. What time of day is it? Um, we'll say it's evening time, so uh, not necessarily night yet, but definitely supper.
3: Might as well go to the inn, catch a meal, possibly see him leaving.
4: For okay. the end I might be able to get some more information or play a few... Play some of my old tricks to see what we can't get out of it. Okay. Don't get run Do out Do
0: you still have your magical senses going? I do. It's something that I... Oh, that's yeah. always happening?
3: Yeah, I drank a poison a long time ago, and it just... It's tuned my senses to a level. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, you definitely sense a fiend um, in this place. It would be... Wisdom Survival to maybe track him down? Yeah, go ahead. Doing it now. Oh, jeez, okay. Starting off strong. Uh, nat 20. Okay, yeah. 25 Survival. Okay, yeah, no, that's that's great. Uh, you are oh, able we'll to detect <laughs> um, underneath you there seems to be an undead, uh, several undead and uh, a fiend. How far underneath? About one floor down. You'd expect like a basement or something like that, a cellar, something along those lines. You are able to detect a fiend and several
2: undead.
0: <laughs> is this while that's we're talking to, to her to or is podcast. this like a rest?
1: Right? <laughs> no, that do? would be while so, talking. Yes, theatrical sniffs.
0: <laughs>
1: so after we get out, what do you tell?
0: T- yeah. You would have detected it upon entering the mansion. I don't know how wide the range is. Did I notice a staircase leading down when I was inside? You would n- not have. Um, Wait. It would have been, when you first entered the room, room, there would have been a vestibule. And then beyond that, there was a staircase going up. And a uh, you would have been taken to the right, and that would be the dining room. Those are the only rooms that you've seen in the house. Is there a wine cellar around the building? Mm, no, we have not a that you, stone saw.
3: Mason. Do you have like knowledge of architecture? Do you know like if they have like a sub basement like, like a cellar on
1: the outside of the house? Uh, uh, I'll examine it.
2: Um,
1: investigation check. Uh, yeah, you would have
0: disadvantage um, because you haven't actually walked all the way around the house. But from a general layout, I'll get you uh, disadvantage on that. And it could be um, knowledge, any
1: knowledge-based check that you can justify for me. Perception. Can maybe. I walk around the house and kind of look at the look at like the when outside. you guys leave or whatever? Yeah, like look yeah. on the walls and see if I can find any like specific yeah. scenes. Do you, do that you just like experience? walk outside so
0: you need a smoke break or something.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> So that's a uh,
0: five. Okay, if you were actually walking around the house, you can just do a straight roll.
1: Okay. I'm going to redo that then. That's a five. Okay. (laughs)
0: Um, It would look like there is some off room, but...
1: There's no, like, cellar door or anything that would just lead straight down?
0: Yeah, there. it's enclosed, you believe, but there is a cellar entrance. Um, a slanted wooden cellar door with an iron pole ring and iron hinges stands against the foundation of the house.
1: You said it was fiends? Yeah, I'm going to open those.
0: Who keeps a fiend in their basement? Would you guys just all leave at that point tell her you're going to go investigate? Are you going to yes. wait a while to do this, or are you going to immediately upon exiting try and get into the cellar?
1: I think we should like walk like a block or two away and then kind of turn around and approach from the side, okay, we're so leaving. it looks like we actually left. Yeah, um, she sounds like the type of person to like look from the windows. Yeah, but, go ahead and give me
0: um, stealth checks from everybody. I'm going to give you advantage if you come back after dark.
3: We'll go grab a meal, talk this over. Yes. yes. Back after dark. Twenty-three. Twenty. Nineteen.
0: 18. Damn. Um, Stealth can go. You guys are not spotted. You are able to pull open the cellar doors and they do creak a little bit but not loud enough that you think anybody heard. And the doors were of course unlocked uh, and there are stone steps leading into a stone landing with a wooden railing going down. This uh, longer staircase extends south from the landing leading down into the cellar itself. Right. So I'm, uh, I'm going to go ahead and activate my Crimson Rights. As you descend down and you hit the actual cellar floor, you can tell that there are bodies buried right underneath that floor. And there are eight undead bodies down there.
2: What is this
4: place?
0: I pull out my deck of cards and just getting ready. Yeah. Get and this kid. would be, like, everybody is still just right at the bottom of the landing. Nobody's actually walked into the room yet, That's
2: have they?
0: I will. Okay, as you walk into the rooms, eight skeletons rise up and attack intruders who cross the floor. So go ahead and everybody roll an initiative. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> That's always a good sign. <laughs> Nine. Three. Ten. Twelve! Nice.
2: Everybody get out the second oh, roll.
0: the enemies s- will be X. Oh... Virgil, they beat you with a 13. Oh. I know, right? That's depressing. I know. Oh. Pretty much. All right, so those eight skeletons that have just burst through the floor, and they are going to advance. What did you guys say your marching
1: order was? I think oh, I would have entered the room first. And then me. Okay. Because we both have dark vision. Going right. last. Uh, and it is a single
0: staircase going down, so. Uh, one of, I will allow two of you to be on the earthen floor. The other two will be up on the stairs. I'm so are you two stairs. down on the floor? Alright. They charge you then, um, Luke and... Dave. No, cool. AC
3: of 16.
0: Alright. I don't have darkvision yet. I'm going to go ahead and say they split evenly four and four. Let's see. Neither one of those will hit. My highest roll was a five. And one of those will hit uh, with a 17. Uh, so you take four points of piercing damage. And Dave? 21, an 18, and a 14.
1: Two of those will hit.
0: Okay. You take a total of ten points of damage between the two attacks. And then we would be on to Virgil. Alrighty. Or on to, excuse me, uh Vigar. Okay. Okay.
4: Would I be able to cast a spell and be able to get behind Luke and Dave and not hit them with the spell? I'm going to mm-hmm. cast Cloud of Daggers.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, you can put it behind them and hit a uh, five-foot cube. Also, you can hit three of them. Three of the eight. I
3: don't
4: want to do that. So I'm going uh, to cast the cantrip Card Throw. It's a special uh, cantrip that the Card Master gets. Um, okay. So I'm going to roll for an attack. Does an 18 hit?
0: 18 does hit,
4: yes. Okay, so I'm going to roll to see what kind of card it is. A 3, it's lightning damage. So it does 3 plus 4, 7 points of
3: lightning damage.
0: Okay, then on to uh, Rune.
3: All right, since I've got my crossbow mastery, I won't be taking any difficulty for shooting at a hostile creature within 5 feet. So I'm going to go ahead and shoot one of them. Yeah, that'll be a twenty-two to hit. Yes, six piercing and one radiant damage.
0: All right. Uh, the one that both of oh. you attacked exploded into a dust of bone material. Perfect. Cool. I
3: forgot since they're undead,
0: I believe at this
3: level, right of the dawn. If I hit an undead with the right of the dawn, they suffer additional radiant equal to wisdom. Okay.
0: Nice. Well, then it's even more dead. <laughs> oh, boy.
3: Oh, Super dead. Bonus action to fire with my other crossbow. Oh, okay. So I'll shoot into the one that's next to me. That'll hit. And that's better damage. Uh, seven piercing and five radiant.
0: Okay. That is exactly what you need to drop a second one. All right. Very productive round. On to Gerald. Uh, that's a nat one. That's a nat miss. Fair enough. Kelly, or excuse me, Dr. Greenhill.
2: Um, can I get down two of them? Like, can you to what? The, to the...
0: You can try to dive between. Um, I'm going to say the two in front of them were killed, so you could dive between them, kind of a thing, and be surrounded. And I'm small.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. That's probably not the best idea, though.
0: <laughs> no way. Yeah. Gonna hold. Okay, hold an action for something to happen. Yep. Um, okay, until condition? he
2: gets hit again, I guess, or until somebody gets hit big time. Within five feet of you. Yeah. Okay. Those aren't I right behind them?
0: Yeah, yeah. If you're right behind them, you could get you could get everybody if you guys were situated in a block. Yep. Okay. On then to the enemies again. Uh, so we're down to three and three uh, attacking each. So David. Or, uh excuse me, Gerald. Uh, that is, ooh, that's two... Three hits. Uh, the lowest was an 18. You take... No, Gerald. <laughs> Good thing I held my action. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, that is 16 total points of piercing damage. I'll let you go ahead, and as soon as I roll the damage for uh, Rune over there, I'll let you go ahead and take your turn. Uh, that was a nat twenty and a nineteen and eleven, so two of those will hit. I'm gonna need a doctor after this. <laughs> yeah, don't worry, you have one. So total damage on that, you were lucky, uh, is only nine.
3: Okay, so I'm down thirteen hit
0: Then we are on to nice. oh yes, we were going to heal. Okay, and that is your new initiative place in the order. Oh, it is. Yep. yep. I didn't know that.
2: Yeah. I'm gonna do that more often.
0: Yeah, uh, if you hold your action,
3: you can start your new round wherever you want.
2: Holy crap! Okay, that's cool. Just gonna hop over my med kit, rummage around, and then just start bandaging. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> okay, you've got about a half mummy there wrapped up. Nice. Just,
3: just run under my arm. I'm a
0: crossbow's out.
2: Oh, yeah. Perfect. Hum, 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 hum. Um, you only gain six though.
3: That's right. That is
0: about half my wounds. But
2: so. I don't have to roll for it, I guess.
0: Exactly. It's guaranteed healing, which is a rarity. Alright, on then to... I oh, can't roll two. Yeah, right. I can't. I can't uh, roll badly. How many are left? Uh, there would be six left. The two right in front of Rune and Gerald are dead, and then there are three yeah, kind I'm of... I'm just gonna card throw again. Okay. Thirteen
4: to hit. Thirteen will hit exactly. Uh, acid damage... Well, card throw, I have to roll a D6, the damage type. Uh, One is fire, two is acid, three is lightning, or the color of the card. So a red card is fire, two is an orange card, which is acid, three is a yellow card, which is lightning, four is a green card, which is poison, five is a blue card, which does cold, six is a violet card that does psychic damage, and that creature would have to make a con save against being blinded for a round. (laughs) But cool. I rolled a 2, so that's acid damage.
2: You just throw so the card that's in their
4: eye. <laughs> 5 plus my modifier. Uh, it's 9 points of acid damage.
0: Okay, it definitely did not like that. And you see the bones and little bits of flesh that are still on it start bubbling. On then to Rune. Alright, two more crossbow shots.
3: Oh no, I missed
0: one. No, that's even worse. That's a three shots. <laughs> <laughs> On
1: then to Gerald. That's a crit. Woohoo. So, are you ready? cool? What kind of class are you? Uh, I have the champion archetype for fighters. Oh, nice. so, a solid. One. So, that yes, that is such a solid. 18 points of slashing damage.
0: All right, is that a new enemy or the same one? I would
1: choose a new enemy. Okay. Just like this it one. crumbles on then to the does enemies. It, does it make any sort of noise when I kill it? Or is it just kind of the crunching of bone? Crunch, crumble, 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 clap.
2: Stabilization okay. has the word stab in it.
0: <laughs> All right. Uh, the five remaining skeletons, the one that you attacked, Virgil, attempts to break through the line and attack you. Matt, me, bro. So go ahead and you guys can make an opportunity attack against it, both of you. Hey. Me? No, it would be these two because it's rushing past them.
1: I do not. That'll do. Uh, that'll be
3: seven points of piercing and seven points of radiant.
0: Okay, it crumbles to the ground before it can quite reach Uh, uh The other two are going to attack uh, Luke or, excuse me, Rune. That is a twenty, not Nat. That'll hit. Uh. You take three points of piercing and Gerald... That is a 10 and a 12, so you take no damage on those. We are then on to Kelly, or excuse me, Dr. Greenhill.
2: Dr. Greenhill. Okay, I am going to do Vitalizing Serum. Um, because I took the Research Path Performance Enhancement, I make steroids. Okay. Ruined. Alright. Um, two med kit points, you have advantage on conchex, and gain 2d6 temp hit points. <laughs> so it's just, like, grind up some herbs, stuff <laughs> it in a in a syringe.
0: <laughs> Sounds good. Alright, go ahead. Then on to Vigar.
4: Alright, I am going to roll another card. Yeah. <laughs> that is a sixteen. Alright, attacking one in front of Rune or Gerald? The one in front of Rune, he's been taking the most the most hits. Four, so that is poison damage. Guard. And so it takes six points of poison damage.
0: Alright, you notice that the uh Damn it. Yep, the poison card while it hits, it doesn't seem to slow down even a little bit. I was worried about that in psychic. On then to uh, no, that's... Rune. Alright. That'll hit four. Eight piercing. Nice. Uh, four radiant. All right, that is almost enough to drop it, but not quite. I'll shoot it again. Okay, <laughs> double tap. That's the rule. That with, that's do. the rule with undead. All right, okay. true. Another ten radiant, or sorry, ten radiant. Well, ten damage. Okay, it explodes into a glittering dust of bone fragment. Gerald.
1: Yes. Um. I bring my great sword above my head, and I swing it down on the closest undead next to me, and I do ten points of damage.
0: That is almost enough to crush it, but not quite. On to the skeletons. The one that you just tried to crush swings back his blade at you and hits with a solid 22, and deals four point or six points of piercing damage. Uh, the other one that tried to attack you uh, unfortunately missed due to your you slight help? stagger, <laughs> and The one that uh, was right next to you, Rune, is going to attack, and does a 14 hit? No. Okay, it slices down at you, but you are able to dodge out of the way nimbly. On to uh, Dr. Greenhill. I'll shuffle
2: over, kind of budge up against you, and start (laughs) wrapping the... The skeleton? (laughs) The the undead. Uh, You're not a skeleton, but yeah. Six hit points. You're welcome.
0: Okay. Thank that'll you. <laughs> that'll
2: get a lot better
0: I, I later. Think I think the general consensus is too little, too late. I, have, I I don't think it'll bring you back. But I yeah. have
2: nine um, med kit points, and it only costs one to.
0: To do the out. advantages. she used two that's to give me that
3: stem.
2: Yeah, I used I used yeah, two to buff that's him. That's
3: crazy, and it gets more and more and more as she levels up. Yeah, oh, that's, ins- that's awesome.
2: So it's kind of like spell slots, but.
3: No, that's really cool.
4: Vigar. Well, I don't fix what's not broken. Throw my thing. That's a 14 to hit. Okay, Do that will hit.
2: A, a dice ring? Yeah. No way.
4: Yeah, it makes for uh, easy rolling. It's really nice if you're DMing and you don't want your uh, your, your people to know to- you're rolling, so you just sit there and spin it. Oh, or it freaks them out, because if you just want them to think, like you just oh, spin it, look a- at it, and then keep talking. Oh.
0: Okay, so Kelly, should oh, we just oh, one, restore so fire damage breaks. with that? Yeah, yes. Does. Ten points of fire damage. Okay, that is almost enough to fire firely explode that skeleton. It's supposed to be an indicator somewhere. Yeah, the gold one's hard to see. On to rune.
3: rune. Okay. That is so awesome. Take two shots. Just
2: right down. Okay. Where
3: well, you got that I just barely hit with a fourteen. That lead ten points of damage to the one against me.
0: Okay. Yeah, it explodes as well. And the know offhand about that. shot
3: towards Gerald's foe. All right. <laughs> That will hit as well for a glorious 14.
0: Okay, you are able to knock right at the side of its helmet, and its head goes spinning off and hits the ground with a clatter.
1: On to Gerald. Will you finish the battle? Well, I'll certainly try. That's a 16. That'll hit. That is 14 points of damage.
0: The last skeleton is exploded uh, into various bones and pieces. Uh, across the room with that final swing of your great sword, the room is now silent. Hey guys,
3: why do you think they have so many skeletons out here? I'm sure they were guardians. I say, like, they only boarded? attacked us after we crashed, uh, crossed the
0: threshold. You would have Whoa. had enough experience with undead, and you would have <laughs> some insider knowledge as well, Gerald. Um, <laughs> you would know that these uh, were definitely animated by some sort of necromantic something or other.
2: Necromantic. Do you sense
0: any Are more
3: there creatures of evil? I was going to say, there was a fiend I
4: Yeah,
0: there is still that tingly fiend sense feeling coming from a very obvious secret door in the <laughs> wall. There's a ton of footprints all over the floor here, other than the ones that you just made from battle, that all lead to a single section of wall that there doesn't appear to be anything from. And right behind that you sense
1: that fiend. I'll rip it down. Okay. Um, Actually, okay. Or should we I open rest? up my trench coat, and I pull out my stoneworking tools, and I get like a hammer and chisel, and I, I kind of put my ear up to the wall, and I just start, as I just you start put tapping. Your, as you put your ear up to the wall,
0: the door starts to pivot in.
1: <laughs> oh. It's,
0: well, uh, <laughs> shoddy craftsmanship, really. Yeah. It's sa- it is completely soundproof, you believe, by the thickness of it, and it pivots open silently on a central axis.
1: You call this a secret door. Yes.
0: <laughs> yeah. Flickering candles and iron holders fill this room with light and shadows. The room is ten-foot-high ceiling and a large black pentagram inscribed on the stone floor. At each point of the pentagram rests a wooden chair. Seated in four of the... Uh, Four of the five chairs are men and women in black robes with hoods. A young man who has the face of an angel, a balding hulk of a man, a squat middle aged woman, and a taller, younger woman with unsettling glare.
1: They rise to confront you. Roll initiative again! So, oh, so yeah. you're saying there's no way that we can just go like wrong house kind of thing? <laughs>
0: <Whoops>. <laughs> we shall see, but we're going to take down initiative just to be safe. Have
1: you have you heard the glory of the our lord and savior, Halor? Uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll hear that. <laughs> All right. Uh, 14.
2: 17.
1: 23. Damn it, Luke. 18.
2: I thought I did so well. You did. I was so proud. See,
0: our dice are now starting to warm up. <laughs> yeah, they rolled yeah. an impressive five.
2: Woo! Ha! Not last.
0: They rise to confront you. Then wait. A uh, well, I guess I'll start off with what devilry is this? They would immediately stand to confront you and attack you. God okay. oh,
2: crap! They're human, aren't they?
0: Yes, they are, Mr. Belmont. What would you like to do? Right of the dawn. Crossbow shots
3: to the kneecaps. Which one? I will shoot the old man. Okay, maxed damage, but they're human, so I don't get that wisdom bonus. Uh, that'll be 10 piercing, and 4 radiant.
0: <laughs> now, I'll say that you shot at the knee, but you managed to catch him in the thigh and you hit a major artery, and he falls to the ground and is dead within a We're few too seconds. You're good at your job of out. And killing. Well, okay, bonus action to shoot the kid. Jesus. <laughs> okay. Wait,
3: there's a kid? A young man. not okay oh, with this. Okay. I'm trying to be non lethal. You might be able to save him.
0: Not one. Yeah, after that guy yells and screams, falling to the ground with error, or the bolt in his thigh, uh, it kind of warns everybody else, and they're able to kind of get a bead on what you're shooting at and dodge out of the way. End of my turn. On to Vygar.
4: I'm going to shoot at the, or I'm going to card throw at the young man that uh, Rune just shot at. Okay. Uh, that is a 22 to hit.
0: Oh, yeah, that'll definitely hit.
4: Five, which means that is cold damage. So that is six points of cold damage.
0: His thin robes aren't enough to protect him from your cold. All right, that's my turn. All right, on to Dr. Greenhill.
2: I'm going to try and talk to the young boy. And ask him what they're doing.
1: It's a young man. It's not a child. Why are I don't you think. guys
2: down here?
0: We're here to overthrow the burgermeister. Now we will kill you all because you have seen us. You will report to him.
2: Or we can talk about it and nobody has to get hurt.
0: I'll let you make a persuasion check if you would like. 17? Nope. He is dead set on killing you.
2: Did that. How long would that have taken?
0: Uh, I'll just give that as a free action. That was quick. And you could have been yelling while they were shooting at him.
2: Okay. I'm just gonna Surrender d- as we continue and bandaging
0: arrows. <laughs> <or was it? laughs> you
2: gotta pinch <pick> <laughs> of Yeah, another yeah, six. I was gonna yeah. Say,
4: they're doing something evil down here. Alright, then.
1: On doesn't them matter. They're human. They
2: can't harm them. Uh, can.
1: is, the, <laughs> is the young man that they both hit, is he the one closest to me? He would be probably closest to the door That's a 19 to hit Yes, that definitely hits And that's 8 points of slashing damage Ooh. Then I'm going to use Action Surge And I'm going to take 2 actions And that is uh, That's a 12 to hit That is exactly what you need So that is 10 points of slashing damage
0: You bring your greatsword down For a second stroke and it embeds in her shoulder Sweet Right um, in the collarbone, and she falls to the ground. Can I also take
1: second wind as a bonus action? I believe that's allowed. Okay. Uh, yeah, I just roll d D10, and I get health. So. Okay. Is your fighter level? Uh, Yes. Nice. So, <laughs> All right, <Another> so <laughs> you have <laughs> dropped
0: two of the cultists now, and two more remain. On then to their turn. So the young boy shrieks and attacks you uh, for shooting him. He hits with a 22. All right. And you take. Here goes my temp hit points. Yeah. <laughs> you take three points of slashing damage. Oh. Yeah, hey, the high is still there. All right. The other one uh, charges towards you, Gerald, and does a 16 hit. Uh, yes, meets. Okay. You then take four points of slashing damage. Ow. Rune. Shot at the young man. Okay. If you hit, I'm pretty sure you're going to kill him. Yeah, I hit. Okay, is it more than three? Yep. It embeds in his throat, and he falls to the ground in a heap immediately. I'll,
3: uh, bonus action to shoot number three.
0: Uh, will a fifteen hit? A fifteen will. Ten piercing, three radiant. You shoot him as well, or you shoot her as well, embedding it in her chest, and she falls to the ground. So this pentagram with all the chairs on it is now covered in blood, but doesn't appear to be doing anything. The fiend, though, is still somewhere here. I'll try and track it down in the room. Okay, go ahead and uh, perception check. All right. I got a six. It's here somewhere, but you can't tell where, and it doesn't seem to be making any moves against you.
4: Are there doors or something?
0: Go ahead and give me a perception check to search the walls and. Uh, while she's doing that,
4: I'm gonna cast.
0: The, uh, can I do that as a ritual? That's a nat twenty. A nat twenty. Twenty four. Uh, you do not see any hidden anything here, but you did out of the corner of your eye see that fifth chair rattle just a tiny bit. Mm. The chair. I'll shoot to the square of the uh, chair. Okay, into the front of the back. Right through the front. Okay, go ahead and give me an attack roll with disadvantage. Alright, that'll be a ten. A ten will not quite hit. It strikes the chair with a thud, and the chair falls down, but it falls in the other direction. And all of a sudden, everything is quiet. I'm
2: gonna go poke it.
0: The chair? Yep. Okay, you poke the chair that's on the ground and nothing happens.
1: Except, if there are any spirits here? You would know,
0: Luke, um, your knowledge would give you enough to know that sometimes these things can turn invisible. Viger, shut the door.
4: Okay, I run and shut the door. Okay. Uh, let's see. Doc, step away from that chair for a second. Back away from the chair. I cast Acid Splash in that area. Okay, by the chair. Okay. So if it's there, uh, within five feet, uh, then it has to make a dex save.
0: It is not
4: there
1: anymore. Okay. Um. You're I, Yeah. Go ahead. I would see that we're all attacking the chair, and I would also <laughs> attack the chair.
3: Okay.
1: <laughs> the same sword. chair? Or would Pure you attack pressure. a different? Chair? No, I would attack the same chair. Okay. So that's a nineteen to hit. Yeah. You and splinter that's a splinter
0: hit. that chair. In fact, you cut the bolt that had okay. been stabbed in the back of that chair wow. in half along with the chair. I mean, just destroyed I'm, a chair, yeah. guys. I'm not yeah. getting what, that bolt back.
2: What does would, would I know what demons speak?
3: You would know that they speak Infernal. Yep, Infernal. Hell speech.
2: Okay, oh, I know how
3: to do that.
2: You do? Yeah.
4: You,
3: you s- know that you black You speak tongue?
2: Infernal? Yeah, I do. Talk, talk
4: to it. In Infernal, I'm gonna ask uh, whatever presence may be here please show yourself. We uh, want to talk with you. We know you're here somewhere.
0: You hear from the far corner of the room, um I'll only appear if the mistress wills it. And you hear kind of a scuttering for a second and it's gone again. Who is the mistress? My mistress. The lady of this mansion? Yes. Every time it talks you guys are looking, it's moving somewhere and it's staying invisible. It's like, like black the
4: speech for you know, trying this and thing or like black speech go. from Lord of the
0: Rings. If you guys want to make attack rolls against what? it, you're welcome to, um, but you would have disadvantage. I'll give it a shot. Okay. you want another d Might
3: Not necessary. Thirteen to hit.
0: Thirteen will hit exactly. All right. Nice. right. Six piercing, four radiant. Okay. Uh, it shows itself. The invisibility drops, and it screeches out at you. The piercing doesn't look like the bolt completely went in but it does look like the radiant hurt yet. Uh, so it will then immediately begin to attack you. We'll go ahead and start with the same initiative order. Uh, we'll say that was your turn good. rune. We are then on to Vigar. Uh How bad is it looking? Oh god, it's pretty much gone.
4: Okay. Card uh, throw.
0: Uh, that is
4: a 20 to hit. That will hit. Uh, so, ooh, six. That's the violet one. So it's psychic damage. Mm-hmm. Which is...
0: Seven psychic damage. Oh, it collapses. Oh. I know, you don't even get to use your thing. And that's Damn even it. with its magical resistance. Damn it. <laughs> it falls to the ground in a last shriek and poofs into flames before disappearing in smoke. Okay, uh, so now that the imp is dead, uh, do you guys want to try to confront uh, the lady of the house, or do you want to go after the burgermeister? Let's...
3: Well,
4: so we go after the, the Burgomeister, we can always come back and deal with this Necromancer. I mean, exactly.
0: Okay. Sounds good. You guys make your way easily across town and are able to find the Burgomeister's mansion. Uh, this mansion has walls of plastered stone that display many scars where the plaster has fallen away from age and neglect. Drapes cover every window, including a large arched opening above the mansion's double entrance doors. Since it is nighttime out... Um, go ahead and give me a perception check.
4: Ooh, ooh, I'm Some good. Oh, wow. Flashes.
0: I got a 12. A 12? I got a 9. 18. 18 as well. Oh, okay. nine. A 9. All right, I'm going to roll. And it's even, so I'm going to say you do see the remnants of a flash. Like, you guys were just getting up there, and this just purple fades out real quick from the attic, the third floor, which you believe. Vygar, like is that magic? Probably. Either that or an amazing rave. Nice right, so Some, some festival a in there. <laughs> some festival, yes, could exactly. We, could okay. we have taken a short rest in between? Yeah, yeah, if you guys want, whatever kind of a rest yes. you guys want to take, you okay. can wait until the morning to talk to him as well. Oh, I, okay. I want to do, do, do the rest. Go
4: ahead and roll any hit die that you might need. Okay, I'm doing my short rest to redraw from my deck.
2: I'm going to stand outside during my short rest. Yeah.
4: Get your med kit points back. Yep, restock. And eight is shattered. Gerald. Yeah. Yes,
0: completely <laughs> ironic. Open up you uh, happen to be standing in a patch of no. medicinal flowers and herbs it. It. What? that you're right? able to harvest right. from to yeah. restore your supplies. Okay.
2: Crazy! You found a medical bush. I found a bush a of medicinal bush. plants and bandages.
1: <laughs>
3: what? It's like a boss fight over here. I know, right?
0: What? You see the glowing save point? <laughs> <the center>? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Uh, shit! Yeah, there's, there's two the music... jars in front of this door, <laughs> and one of them you cut, and there happens to be a pink little fairy floating out. Why does no, the music just itched. get much quieter <laughs> and, and, much...
2: and scarier?
0: Yeah, I know, right? Yeah.
4: How come the string quartet started playing? You <laughs> need a big keto. <laughs> At
0: the door, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, so uh, you guys going up there in the night, middle of the night, kind of a thing, or are you gonna still try and wait? We're no. probably gonna go in the morning,
1: just, just go in the morning,
0: yeah. And then you guys get the full the benefits door. of a long rest. Oh, this we're doing the morning,
1: apparently.
0: You go up and knock on the door. Um, you are immediately let in by a servant that asks if you're here to see the baron and if you have an appointment.
1: Uh, we we don't actually have an appointment, but we do what we do have is. A great idea to improve the morale of this town.
0: Oh, let me
1: go get the baron for you then. Well, thank you. Uh, Wait here in the vestibule. It's like the worst security ever. Which one is the vestibule? (laughs) The the start of the place. Yeah, the very front. The front entry hall-ish area. I'm just going to stay here.
0: Okay. Framed portraits adorn the walls of this grand foyer. Which, can, which features a wide staircase with a sculpted railing. A long carpeted hall attached to the foyer stretches almost the length of the mansion and has several doors leading away from it, including one at the far end. Bundles of twigs are heaped against the walls.
1: And just...
3: I, s- yeah. <laughs> snooping around or anything Neato. like that? I guess I'd, uh... I'm
0: gonna examine the art. The portraits depict the Baron, his family, and their ancestors, and they reveal that some of the people portrayed look very, very similar.
1: Oh no. That's <laughs> uncomfortable. Uh,
0: if you, and anybody else looking around would see the northeast corner of the foyer is a vestibule packed with fine cloaks, coats, and boots.
2: How, like, what's the age looking difference between these paintings?
0: I'm gonna go ahead and say, well, they're not numbered by year, but I'm gonna go ahead and say that there's probably eight, ten, and they all look like Burgomeisters uh, and their families of the uh, this town. Mm-hmm. So it would have been a lifelong thing. when one, one passes on, the other one takes and over. And they all look thing. the same? Very, very similar. I would like to snoop. Do I smell any fiends, fae, or undead? No. You do smell what could have been undead at some point, but you're not. it's not present immediately. After a few minutes, the uh, Burgomeister would appear and say, all will be well. I am so glad to see you all here. Overmaster. Uh, some what would make us really happy is if we
4: could have a tour of your mansion. If you would be so kind as to let us see uh, the rooms of this wonderful estate you have.
0: Uh, g- yes, uh, why not? Uh, uh, let me show you around. All will be well. He takes you first to the uh, parlor. Uh, It contains a fine array of furnishings and draperies with an overall feminine touch. After you guys uh, did that, or went through there, he would lead you into the dining room. A chandelier of wrought iron fitted with wax candles hangs above a polished wooden dining table. Around the table are seated eight women of various ages in comfortable high back chairs. They wear faded clothes, drink tea, and devour cake, while the ninth woman, well-dressed and very pleased with herself, circles the tables and talks excitedly about decorations for the impending festival. Mm. Uh, anybody want to talk to any of them, or just kind of keep on going with the... Uh, probably more just a
4: passing... Uh, just keep... On. Uh, hello, pleasantries. Ladies. Yeah, pleasantries, hello ladies. and
0: All right. You, uh, you are then taken into the den... Uh, the Virgalmayster comments that this is one of his favorite rooms. Padded chairs and couches line the walls like a cozy carpeted den. The room reeks of pike smoke, and, mount- and mounted on the east wall is the head of an angry-looking bear. Hmm.
4: hmm. I'm very curious about the upper levels of your mansion. If...
0: Uh, y- I'm yes. uh... let me uh, take you to the gallery and the staircase. He takes you back to that original staircase. The staircase climbs 20 feet into a beautiful appointed gallery that continues towards the west, running along the length of the mansion. (laughs) Framed landscape paintings line the wall, and red silk drapes cover a 10-foot-tall arched window of leaded glass. It's quite nice up here. I guess I think so, too. It it definitely makes me happy to be here. I understand completely. Uh, Let's see. Uh, I guess I can show you the the, the library. And so he... Takes you into the library.
2: What kind of books are in the library?
0: How to be way too optimistic. How to be creepily cheery. How to be a weird host. Pretty much, yeah. (laughs) Floor-to-ceiling shelves line every wall of this windowless room, and the number of books contained here is nothing short of astounding. A brass oil lamp sits atop a large desk in the center of the room. The chair behind the desk is comfortably padded and has the symbol of a roaring bear stitched into its back cushion. Let's see. I'm
2: going to go investigate the uh, titles of the books on the shelf. Or at least the ones I can reach.
0: Okay, yep. Uh, You start looking through the shelves. You are able to find an alchemist tome, a beastry of strange beasts, and a theological text.
2: Is he looking at me?
0: Uh, He would be kind of showing everybody around, so if you want to make a sleight of hand check to snitch one of these, you're welcome to try. I'm
2: not going to roll that one because it rolls too much.
0: Uh, he is a little bit distracted, but he's definitely not, you know, slouching. Uh, twelve? A twelve? Uh, he does notice that you're starting to put one of them away, and he goes, Ah, if you could leave those here, uh, I, I don't loan them out.
2: Could I just borrow this one?
1: Uh, you can read it while you're here. Okay. Can I use this time to ask to go use the restroom and then kind of sneak off other places on the second floor? Uh you can give it a try, yeah. Alright. Um just just you know, from what I've seen upstairs, is there like any other like staircase upwards or are there any rooms that he didn't really show us or anything like that? Um let me see. Uh
0: no, you have not he, he there are tons of rooms here he hasn't shown you. Uh up the stairs there's the large gallery along with a staircase going back down at the far end. Um, the rooms are set up into kind of three lines. The line closest, the two rooms closest to the staircase, you went into the um, the first or no, the, you would have been uh, the middle row, excuse me. Uh, you would have just gone into the first room, which was the library. There are two other doors um, on the right-hand side of that hallway, as well as one further down on the left-hand side, and then there are a number of doors, one, two, three doors on the uh, on another hallway clear off to the side. What would you guys like to do? Um, as I said, the flashes were coming from the front
1: side of the building um, when you approached uh, from the front. I would investigate, like, any of the ceiling areas to where there's any sort of, like, pull-down thing that would, like, swing a ladder down.
0: Okay. Um, you would not see any in that hallway you were in in the library or in that gallery um, that goes Good. downstairs.
1: What about any of the other hallways? Can I kind of explore those? Yeah,
0: if you look towards the other hallway, um, you see nothing but closed doors and nothing in the ceiling.
2: Does he leave us alone, or is he just kind of hovering now?
0: I think he's just kind of... A, oh, the burgomaster. He would be staying in the library with you guys, uh, chatting some, reading some, um, letting you look
1: through that alchemist tome. I would just kind of start, like... Like going to closed doors and kind of putting my ear on them, seeing if I heard anything, and then trying the door.
0: Uh, You would hear what sounds kind of like rattling chains, almost, um, in the far room behind the the library.
1: Ooh, Uh, I would would definitely uh... try and
0: open that. Okay, this door is locked. Can I... Is there, like, a keyhole I can try and look through or anything like that, or...? Uh, yeah. Go ahead, and you can give me a perception check with disadvantage.
1: Uh, that's a ten.
0: A Mm ten. You would hear, um, once again, kind of some chains, almost like, um... Like, uh, shackles, almost, um, on the other side. And when you look in, there's definitely somebody in there, but you can't really see anything else.
1: I have a crowbar... (laughs) Do I think there's any chance I can crowbar this door open without it being terribly loud?
0: Probably not, but you can always give it a try. So, Meister,
3: I hear you quarrel with uh, the Lady Watcher?
0: Yes, that that woman. She's been trying to overthrow me for for as long as she's been here. Why? Because he to- she believes that, that the devil, Strahd himself, would be a better burgomeister than me. I'm protecting this town with my festivals. I am the one holding him at bay.
4: Do the festivals seem to be working?
0: Of course they're working. They're my festivals.
4: Hmm. <laughs> Let's just do a We've I guess. heard about these strange lights that are happening here.
0: <laughs> I know not what you're talking about. You don't seem to be very happy at the moment. I am extremely happy to have guests here. Just don't get me started about her.
1: Would I hear this yelling? Probably, yeah. Can I crowbar right as he's yelling?
0: You can give it a try. Um, Make a stealth check with disadvantage and then a strength check.
1: Alright, stealth. That's an 18. Oh my
0: gosh! That is the luckiest roll that
1: I have ever seen. And And
0: he rolled a nat 1 to hear it,
1: so yeah. I'm going to get a nat 1 on my strength check. Just watch me.
0: An 18 again! Okay, yeah. You're able to, with an almost silent... (laughs) popping noise, you're able to undo the door and swing it open. Uh, You see on the other side, um, chained to the back wall of this otherwise empty closet is a badly beaten man wearing nothing but a loincloth. The iron shackles have cut into his wrist, causing blood to trickle down his hands.
1: I would just put a a finger on my mouth, just like the the shh thing, Mm -hmm. and then just like wave to him and, and kind of whisper like, is there anything I can get you out of here, sir?
0: He says, "Yes, get me out of here. I'm a, I'm the shoemaker here in town. Please let me out." Why, why did they, why did they lock you up here? I, I was, I, I, know I shouldn't have, but I, during the Wolf Head Jamboree, I, I made a sign that, uh, kind of suggested that, uh, we should feed the Baron
1: to the wolves. I understand, sir, and I, I, I try and like. You know, examine his shackles and see if there's any weak points that maybe I could, like, open them or something like that. The
0: chains look like they could probably be broken with a heavy enough swing, but it would likely create a fair amount of noise. (laughs) Crowbar round two? Yeah, I'll let you try to pry the shackles off of the wall as opposed to prying the links Mm -hmm. apart or whatever. Uh, Go ahead and two strength checks and two um, stealth checks with disadvantage. Is that your strength, or is that
1: your stealth? That's my strength.
0: Okay, plus five for the crowbar.
1: Yep, so that's seven, plus three. Ten? Twelve,
0: actually. Twelve. I'll say say that's just enough to pop the right hand
1: away from the wall. Oh no, this is going to take a while. Is that
0: your your stealth? And that's a very good stealth check. Um, So, yeah, he didn't, yeah. He did not hear uh, the first clatter of chain hit the floor. Okay. I guess I shouldn't be telling you, huh? Do we hear it? You can all make a perception check. You have to beat a 14. Yep. Beat it or meet it? Oh my god. If you meet it, you beat it.
2: Okay, I got a 14.
0: Okay. Yeah, you are all able to hear the clatter, clatter, clatter of something on the wall behind you.
1: Does the mayor notice or does he keep going in his tirade?
0: Yeah, he's still
1: complaining about the lady watcher. I would wait for another one when he starts talking really loud and then I clack again. Go ahead. That's a strength check and that's going to be 15. Okay,
0: yeah. Strength check you would not have disadvantage for. It would just be a whatever roll. So that is enough once again to pop it off the wall. Okay. The uh, stealth check. Stealth check is disadvantage, yes. Uh, Okay. Mayor all of a sudden whips his head around behind you guys. Uh, excuse me for just a, just a moment. I need to go check on something. He opens up the doors and, and whistles very loudly, and you hear these barking noises as two large mastiffs come bolting up the, the stairs. Is all well, Mayor? Uh, just let me check on something for a moment. Please and let he... us join you.
4: We'll help. Let us join you. It'd be, uh, as as your guests. We would no, be honored no. There.
0: I I insist you stay here. And he make. Are you guys standing in front of the door or anything? Or would you be trying to block his path? No, I'll just follow no, I though.
2: was in the corner.
0: Okay, the second he steps through the door, he would slam it shut behind him. Um, kind of in your face. But he would immediately take off running down the hall for... The said room. Would I hear him?
1: Can I make a perception check? Oh,
0: you would have heard the dogs
1: barking. Okay, me. okay. So I know someone's coming, probably. Yeah, you would. That dog noise would have been really weird. Did I remember any other exits besides the one they would be coming right down? or No, it's okay. a single hallway. Okay. okay, is there any way? Is there any way for me to like hide behind the door? The door, door would have... have
0: swung outwards
1: into the hall. Okay, can I make like? an athletics check to do that thing where they like put one hand on either side of the wall and like hold themselves up
0: uh, the wall would be way too wide for that and and it's yet, a 15
3: foot room I'll throw the doors open and I'll stay around behind the mayor I'd
1: come with we'll it were, were there any doors that were unlocked, that were open uh, when n- I walked past the first n- no, that would have been the
0: only one there that you noticed because oh, you put God. your ear to each of the doors So, uh...
3: Oh, guess I'll get crossbows
0: out. Okay. Um, I'm preparing my Fog Cloud spell. Would Would you guys have known, though, that it would have been him messing around?
2: Well, if he left, I'm gonna go ahead and assume that he's doing something sneaky.
0: I would have just heard,
4: if he was in that big of a huff and running out and summoning dogs, I figured something would be
1: up know what, but okay. I'm just preparing a fog cloud so I can run away if I have to. I would okay. So, here's what I would do. Lady. Here's what I would do if I didn't find any other hiding places. I would go out out of the room and I would shut the door and try and make it look like it hadn't been opened or anything. Yeah,
0: you would have heard the whistle and the dogs and the the mayor, the Baron would have been right there. Right he, there. Yeah, he would have immediately left upon hearing that. So he, he would, would see right you shutting the door. Okay. So you have the choice of hiding in the room or stepping out into the hallway, which
1: would you... Imagine? He would see me closing the door? Oh okay. He would also probably notice that it had been broken.
0: Right. Okay. You did
1: pry it open as opposed to pick it. Okay. I'm going to try and hide in the room. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to hide right to the side of the door. <laughs> yeah. the You would see the burgomeister
0: walk to the end of the hallway and say, No, I insist you stay in that room. And he says it much more commanding this time. And uh, he walks to the end of the hall and throws open the door, and the two dogs go in first. Go ahead and everybody roll me in initiative. Um, I'm going to go ahead and <laughs> let's Ow. do a just a let's see. <laughs> would your character honestly be expecting an attack after no. hearing the dogs? They would get a surprise round on you then. So let's go ahead and roll initiative.
3: Kelly super excited for it. What's your initiative, Kelly?
2: 21. Woo!
1: I got a 20. <laughs> 19. 12. Yes. Ah! So this guy is not in shackles anymore. No, he is not in shackles.
2: He's just going to shove him in front of the dogs.
4: Oh, no! I'm nah, just giving him a sword.
0: I saved you. Your turn now. He's, he's
1: whipping his chains around like those uh, CrossFit... Rope. I <laughs>
0: actually
1: okay. I would hand him my light crossbow since I don't really use that. Well, once we actually, once I realize this is a fight,
0: fight or die, man. Uh, they would have gotten a surprise round against you, fine sir. Um, that one will hit with a twenty plus, and that one will hit as well with an eighteen, I guess. Yep. Okay. Uh, you take eight points of combined damage, and I need
1: two strength saving throws. Cool. Because they the are point? leaping at you. That's, that's, that's great. Um, that's a 19 and a 22.
0: Yes, you are able to withstand both uh, dogs leaping upon you. Cool. All right. Um, the burgomeister would have just entered the room, but would not have had a chance to attack yet. Uh, We are then on to Dr. Greenhill. You would see, you guys would be walking down the hallway and see the Burgomeister pull out his rapier as he stomps into the room. So you are technically right now in an empty hallway. And you hear barking and growling. Just run. Okay. Up to the... But like,
2: that doctor run, you know, where you see them in the ER and they're like, running to get... That yeah, one.
0: that Grey's anatomy, your laptop yep. flapping out behind yep. you. Yep. <laughs> Somehow the wind perfectly blowing your hair back, <laughs> yeah. despite the fact that you're in a hospital <laughs> with no wind.
2: Exactly. Trying to get to to Gerald to hopefully
0: save him. Who is hiding behind and you can't <laughs> see. So, uh on then to Rune.
3: I'll go up to the door that the the Meister went to. Okay. I won't go the hallway. Not really. And it's like 10, 15 feet, maybe. So can the doctor and I peer into the room?
0: Yeah, you can peer into the room. You see two dog butts uh, mauling something in the corner uh, (laughs) behind where the door would be. A man shackled to the wall, and the burgomeister turning to point his rapier at a less-than-healthy-looking individual being mauled by two dogs.
3: Is that Jared?
0: Is that him? What the hells are going on here,
3: Meister?
2: How many are there?
1: Seven. I told you all to stay in the room. Sir, I was just trying to find the restroom, and I I, I saw this man chained up, and I couldn't believe. This is a violation of his rights, I guess? Eh, Not really. We don't really have rights here. (laughs) But still, shouldn't be... Call off your dogs or I will
0: act. I will not do such a thing. He intruded upon my home and broke into a locked room. Do you not see the door? Shame. <laughs> <laughs> Shame.
3: <laughs> All is not well here. We can see. you going to attack him or what would you like to do? I think I'll shoot at one of the dogs, not him. Okay. <laughs> no. i oh. I guess bonus action. I will do a crimson right and I'll just shoot with it. Okay. Lame. Be a 23 to hit a puppy. Oh.
4: Now I'm regretting my choice. Now you say it out loud. Uh.
2: Between the dogs and Dave, who do you wanna?
0: Five piercing, <laughs> two fire. Dog falls on its side.
1: Oh no! Do you know dog surgery?
0: <laughs> dog <laughs> surgery.
1: Maybe one mastiff
0: is now laying in a slightly smoldering. Uh, Slightly smoldering. Only two points of fire damage, so... He's slightly scalded. Okay, it is now the dog's turn again. Mm. You're gonna get mauled. Um, As a reaction,
3: I'd like to do Blood Maledict. Okay. I've got a Curse of the Eyeless. Um, As a reaction, I can cause somebody attacking me to have disadvantage. If I amplify it and take some damage, which I will, the attack Targeting a creature other than me will have disadvantage. I'm going to give that dog disadvantage and I will burn myself for two points of damage.
0: Doesn't matter, he still rolls a 15. Oh, wait, no, your AC's 16 because you got the chain, shield, chain uh, mail thing on. All right. So the dog bites into your chain mail but can't get through. The Burgomeister, after seeing you kill one of his Mastiff's uh, rune, is going to whip his rapier up at you with 20 to hit. That'll hit. And you will take, then, seven points of piercing damage Bygar. Ah.
1: Uh,
4: so I'll card throw the Burgomeister. That's uh, 12 plus 6, 18.
0: That will hit. Okay.
4: Uh, that's a 6. Nice. So oh, psychic damage. Nine points of psychic damage.
0: <laughs> Burgomeister falls to the ground, clutching his head. <laughs> it, blood is coming out of his ears. Is he dead? Yep. Oh my! <laughs> you haven't been able to use the stupid blind thing yet because oh I keep, god. keep I dying. dying. Oh my oh, god! Okay, on
1: then I'm to. I'm worried that I just killed the Virgo Vicer.
0: On then to we Gerald. Got a
1: I just, I kill the dog. Oh, I rolled in that one, so never mind. mine. On then to Dr. Greenhill.
2: I'm going to go over to the, to the... Do you
1: have an anesthetic?
2: Yeah, to... No, not for
0: you. To
1: the no, hamburger. dog. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Let me heal the man that was just trying to stab you in the face. I'm going to stabilize him. Okay. I will go ahead and say that uh, even though he did take psychic damage and his brains look like scrambled eggs, you are able to slap his face hard enough to bring him back. So, he is unconscious.
2: But, well... He's alive, can I, though. Can I pin him? I don't think I can.
0: <laughs> uh, it would be an action to stabilize him, I believe. It so, is. I'm, um, I'm going
2: to tell him, just stay down. How? Shoot.
3: <laughs> okay, 16 to hit. Yep, that hits. That's six, seven, eight. Eight points of damage.
0: And the other dog falls to the ground. The two dead Mastiffs... Um, are mm. laying in the room, there is uh, the...
2: What did that one guy do? Is he just, just yeah. watching it? Just
0: yeah, he's uh, still got shackles on, and he is very badly beaten, so he would not really be up for combat.
2: I'm gonna go treat him as well.
0: Okay, yep. Uh, you're able to uh, search the Baron's body, or not... It, it technically, he's still alive. But body. you're able to find the key to his shackles um, That's what we need. So you're able to unlock them, and uh, you're able to treat the wounds on his wrist. I want to disarm the burgomeister while he's unconscious,
4: so when he wakes up, he doesn't immediately pull out a weapon and attack us. Good call.
1: Hmm. Uh, can I make a perception check, just to That's see if there's anyone stuff, like just... coming for us? To Does he have any
0: gold? Oh, yeah.
1: gonna <laughs> <laughs> rob Okay, I'm not gonna lie, there's as 17.
3: long as you don't strip him of his clothes, because you really want his armor and stuff. Yep. Eh,
4: taking his gold's
3: okay.
0: What if He's not just...
4: going anywhere. So. You would be
0: able to also tell from the situation in the library that he frequently disappears up here for long periods of time. And since you don't hear anybody else running up the stairs, <laughs> you're pretty sure you're already Okay,
4: at this point. use this time to find a way upstairs. hmm. I'll fan out. Start
0: opening doors. Okay. You see that the Burgomaster on him when you looted him. You see that he's wearing a signet ring and carries three keys. Go ahead and give me a perception check in the library, and I'll just get um, perception checks for the other 70. Um, you aren't able to find any trapdoors uh, or anything like that in the library, but you are able to find... Um, Drawers uh, In the drawers of the desks uh, are blank uh, sheets of apartment, jars of ink, writing quills. It also holds thick books of tax records dating back to the times of the baron's father, grandfather, and great-great-grandfather. Other than that, you don't see anything um, of worth in the library, other than the books that you found earlier. Yeah, I took those. Okay. Let's see. You just going to go room by room? Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. The one right across from the lock closet, uh, let's see, is a bedroom. This handsomely appointed room contains a canopy bed, a low bookshelf, a full-length mirror, and a wooden frame on the wall across the door. Set into the north wall is an arched window of leaded glass. Nothing here seems unusual. Uh, there's books in the rooms that include collections of Barovian fables and tomes of mythology, heraldry, and other innocent um, subjects. Nothing untoward. In front of that room, uh, down the hallway, is another locked door, but uh, none of the keys you got off the Burgomeister opens it.
3: Hmm. Break it open? I'll break it open. Okay, go ahead
0: and give me a strength check. This door looks a lot more sturdy than the one that had the closet. 21 plus... Yep, you're able to bust the door down. Okay. Uh, the, uh, uh, The room contains dolls. This room is full of pretty little dolls with powder white skin and auburn hair. Some of them dress beautifully, others plainly. Some of the dolls fill a long bulk shelf, while others arranged in neat rows on wall-mounted shelves. Still others are piled atop a bed in a heavy wooden chest. What's most odd is that all of these dolls, apart from their clothing, look the same. That's disturbing. I'll check another room. The next room would be towards the back staircase. Contains a bathroom. An iron tub with clawed feet stands against the back wall, and neatly folded towels rest atop a table near the door. The room next to that... Um, this room smells of powder and fine perfume. A vanity with a mirror stands against one wall, next to a faceless wooden mannequin wearing a white bridal gown. Mounted on another wall is a full-length mirror with a gilded frame. The door in one corner leads to a garden. Nothing so far. Uh, just the gown and the mirror. Guess next room three doors in this room. One leads to that small little closet. There is the door you came in from uh, in the hallway, and then there are two other doors. One, you believe, leads into the bathroom and one that leads into yet another room.
3: I Just say three. we head to the other room where yep. we
1: haven't been yet. Just hope there's something Okay, to you get out.
0: push into that room and you see... Time has faded the grandeur of this master bedroom. The furnishings have lost some of their color and splendor. A short pole rope hangs from a wooden trap door in the ceiling. That's it. Ah! Pulling it down. Okay, you pull the door down right as you hear a door from the room behind you open up.
1: We'd hurry up there and close it behind us.
0: Okay, you're able to all get up there quickly just as the door opens from the room that you just came in from into the master bedroom, and you see the Baroness's face as you pull the door closed above you. Are you gonna try and, like, secure it up there so they can't get it? Like, pull the rope up with you kind of a thing? Yeah. Yeah. Alright, um, I'll go ahead and say that you're able to do that, and uh, you enter into... Okay. Oh, this yeah. dusty 20-foot square room has a high-pitched ceiling that reaches its peak 20 feet above. The wooden rafters are shrouded in cobwebs, except for an old table with a lantern on it. The room is empty. Okay, uh, there is a single door um, on the other side. You open the door, and this large attic is full of old forgotten drape- old forgotten things draped in white sheets piled around them in barrels, crates, trunks, and old furnishings covered with cobwebs and dust. You see a clear footpath through the maze. Follow it. Okay. Um, You don't see anything of value. A few old paintings and antiques, but nothing really worth much. Um, Except for you do see that there is a trunk in the corner.
4: Uh, Don't open it. I'm going to use Thaumaturgy to try and
0: open it if it's unlocked. Yep, it is unlocked, and within it, you find an old tome. An old tome. An old
3: tome. Look,
1: doctor, a book. Okay, Do you guys take it? the tome. You, what do you do? We'll take it. Yeah. We'll look at it. Yeah. Okay. What is it? What does it say? Is there a title? So to this tome,
0: this book, is bound in thick leather, uh, in a thick leather cover with steel hinges and fastenings. The pages are parchment and very brittle. Most of the book is written in a curious shorthand that you cannot read. The stains and age have made most of the work illegible, but several paragraphs remain intact and readable. You see from the... Uh, there is a door on the other side of this large room uh, that you believe the flashes were coming from. We'll go in. Yep. Okay. Someone has carved a large skull into the door. Hanging from the doorknob in a wooden sign, it reads All is not well. And you hear a young man's voice beyond.
1: Is the door locked? i try it.
0: Yep. Uh, You try the door and uh, it does open. However, I need a dexterity saving throw. Fifteen. Fifteen. Twelve. Twelve. Eighteen. 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 Alright. Hey, anybody that got higher than a fourteen only takes... Oh. (laughs) Half of this damage. Which is... Where are all my d8s? Alright. 6, 7, 8, 15, 23, so we're gonna go ahead and say that is 11 points of lightning damage for anybody that rolled uh, more than a 14. If you roll less than a 14, you take all of it. 23. Ouch. How you doing, Doctor?
2: Uh, pretty crispy.
1: We don't know what damage type it is yet. You said lightning. Oh. Lightning. Wow. I'd imagine that was more of a, like a stun gun okay. type feeling, more than yeah. fire.
0: You guys are... Uh, the door opens, and someone has taken old mismatched furniture and created a study in this dusty, lamplit chamber. Tables are strewn with pieces of parchment on which strange diagrams are drawn, and a freestanding bookshelf holds a collection of bones. A dusty rug covers the floor in front of the pine box on which lounges a skeletal cat. Several more skeletal cats skulk about most unnerving of all is the sight of three small children standing with their backs to you in the northwest corner of the room. Mm. Oh
3: boy.
0: What caused the lightning? That would have been, you believe, a glyph of warding was cast on the door.
3: Ah.
0: Actually, no, this is a non-essential fight. Um, it doesn't look like there's anything major that you get for this. Um, so we'll just go ahead and call it here for the podcast, because you guys found the tone that you yeah, Yeah. So. Thank you for joining us once again for this episode of Homebrew Review. If you would like to find out more, you can find us on Facebook at Guild Adventure. You can visit our website at www.theadventuringguild.com, or you can find us on Patreon. For any questions or comments, please feel free to email us at dmbob at theadventuringguild.com, or hit us up on one of our many social media websites. And once again, if you enjoyed this podcast, please leave us a five-star review.